person who brings your uninvited partner to a one-on-one lunch date? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's pay far too much for your main meal on steak night, grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian, welcome to Patchwork, and Josh, welcome to Patchwork. Now, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to give a little update on uh, something we spoke about a few patches ago, namely LCMs. Oh, thank God. I've been waiting for this. LCMs and what they stood for. And if you remember, I said this. What did LCM stand for? Uh, Lowest common denominator. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it actually was just LCM. Really? It's just like a marketing thing. That's not true. I think it is. You don't just have acronyms for the sake of acronyms. That's true, Josh. You're an idiot. (laughs) LCM must have stood for something. No, not necessarily. Why? Why? Because it's a marketing thing and made people go, oh, I wonder what it stands for. It must be good for my kids because it's an acronym. Oh, Oh, that is so dumb. So I said... It's an acronym. They just used it for the marketing campaign. And I got laughed out of the building. Absolutely, because LCM... Well, did you look it up, Dan? I haven't looked it up I, yet. I didn't look it up. I was, waiting for, I was waiting for this patch. Well, you know what I did, guys? I looked it up. Josh has looked it up, Christian. So... Oh, no, he's happy. And do, do you know who <laughs> makes uh, LCMs? What Kellogg's. company? Kellogg's. Kellogg's yeah. Well, let's just go to kellogg's.com.au, shall we? And see what they say there. Someone posed the question, what does LCM stand for? Is it an acronym or just three letters put together? What is it, Josh? Great question. Thank You've you. hit on one of life's little mysteries. We've heard it oh, could be uh, little crunchy munchies or light crispy morsels. Uh, the truth is, it doesn't actually stand for anything at all. We wanted to find a name that was catchy and a bit different and LCM seemed to hit the mark. We wish we had a better story for you, but we just like the way the letters sounded together. Thank you so much. That is bizarre. I hate that you were right, Josh. I hate that. Yeah. That, that means... <laughs> That means that nothing, nothing, nothing makes sense anymore. Names <laughs> yeah. don't, names don't need to have any purpose yeah. at all. I'm surprised that they revealed that it didn't mean anything. I thought they'd want to keep that under wraps, like like all the big companies, fast yeah. food companies do with their ingredients. Yeah. Does that mean that the special K doesn't mean anything? <laughs> <laughs> What's the K? I don't know, but maybe they had regular K. They just. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what annoys me also about companies is that they feel. Like they can do whatever they like with the English language. You know what? LCMs were maybe maybe they were eating alphabet soup and the, <laughs> and the three just kind of floated there. But but recently, one of the brands of hummus that I love eating. <laughs> what a great segue! <laughs> one of the brands of hummus that I like eating. Actually, I love eating because it's gluten free, it's dairy free, and it's absolutely delicious. Why do okay. you need gluten free and dairy free? Are you are you gluten? Are you intolerant to gluten? Are you intolerant no. to dairy? So why why did you say that you love their, their two features? The hummus? Because, they're, because they're reasons. No, no, no. Because without the dairy, so it's it's cruelty free, and then also it's gluten free, which means something. But I'm saying it still tastes. <laughs> it's, no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. It still tastes equally as delicious as other hummuses. No, but do you think that they made the decision to make it? I reckon after after they made the product, they were like, oh, this is gluten-free as well. well let's market that. No. Because- Christian just wants no. to make sure no gluten was harmed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but... So, Pilpel is the name of the hummus. Pilpel. Pilpel. Paypal. Pal... <laughs> Pal-pal. So Elon, Elon, Elon Musk developed the hummus. <laughs> <laughs> so Pilpel is the name of the hummus, and I was buying it, going, "This is the greatest hummus I've ever had in my life." And continuing to buy it until I read, I was like, "It is a hummus." But then I looked closely at the label, and I saw. So how can I ask you, Dion? 
your family has a Jewish descent. <laughs> how how would you traditionally spell hummus? Um, H triple O. Hummus. No, I've got. I have. It's a great question. I've got very strong feelings about this. Good. Even though hummus is not Jewish. Um, I no, but, but a lot of a lot of hummus is consumed in yeah, Israel. Yeah. Let's not be anti-Semitic about this. <laughs> um, I would spell hummus. I think I'd spell H U M W S. H U M W double A W. No, I think that's how you spell it, isn't U-U. it? U U. Yeah, two U's in I think there. I think that's when, how you spell when it. When in any word <laughs> apart from vacuum has there been two U's put together? Humus. Are you sure you're not trying to spell it H U double M? How do you say, oh, how do you spell it? The Italian way. Traditionally, when I have consumed hummus, it's H U double M U S. Okay. Sometimes people will go H O. Double M oh. hummus. How did right? these guys do it? Pilpal out of nowhere decided to put a H U double M O U S. Yeah, hummus. <laughs> because they they're trying to find themselves a niche in the market. So like you know what we'll spell hummus completely differently unless to everyone a, else. Unless it's a thing of like it's not actually real hummus. It's like no, it's a different thing. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they get Very around free and gluten free. Yeah, so like it's not actually hummus. I love if you went to the supermarket and said, "Do you have any hummus here?" No, we don't have hummus. We've got hummus though. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's not hummus. <laughs> So last weekend, my girlfriend was meeting a friend that she hadn't seen in absolutely ages. And she was really looking forward to seeing this friend, but she was surprised when she arrived for brunch that her friend had just brought his girlfriend along. And I don't understand, and this isn't a criticism of him because he may be a listener of the (laughs) podcast, but I don't understand that mindset that people get in where they think that their partner is just this appendix, appendicitis, <laughs> where they think that their partner is just an attachment to them and they can just bring them along whenever they want. That seems really rare to me. I don't think I've... Really? really? You've heard about that before. It's happened to me. They've number just of brought occasions. people along. And, and, sorry to cut off your story, Dion. That's okay, it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> so polite. <laughs> um, it's happened to me at the hands of the same person. I gave him a second chance and was very explicit. Wow. Just said, you and me? Yeah. Let's just you and me grab some dinner That's and amazing. then boom girlfriend was there again because obviously if you want to meet up with someone there's shared stuff you have with that person you might not know the partner as well but there, there are specific things you might want to talk to them about yep. without yeah. the help of another person but i also think it's just very disrespectful it's those people who when they get in a relationship me and I disappears. That's out of yes. vocabulary. It's now we yes. and us. That yes. completely replaces That's it. That's so interesting. What do you think of those people in relationships that say they're, they're or people that get married that say that they've married their best friend? I, oh, I, okay. I'm very clear on this. <laughs> this is, be careful. Tread lightly, guys. Go, we, will, we are so sorry, uh, patchworkers. We are going to alienate most of you, but please stay on for the ride. We promise it's funny. <laughs> I, I joke with my girlfriend a lot about this and I'm like, you are not my best friend. <laughs> Yeah. Really? At all. There's a difference. Wow. There okay. is a you difference. are my partner. Yeah, there's a difference between a partner who you love and Hang cherish oh, and your wait. best friend. We're not going to alienate anyone. So you you are both saying that your partner and your best friend are distinct entities. Yes, yes they are. Yes. Yeah. Can they be one and the same? Nope. No. That is madness. You're both <laughs> idiots then and it shows how immature you are. Oh! Okay. <laughs> so what I imagine... Sorry, Dad. <laughs> obviously, obviously, none of us are married. Obviously, because <laughs> we've never said my wife, we've always said my girlfriend. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's true. Anyway, I imagine 
if you're getting married, then you must be so invested in this other person. They must know you so well, the ins and outs of you, the ups, the downs, the everything, yep. that that's who you consider to be your best friend. No. Why would you marry? Why, then marry your best friend. No, because I don't want to marry my best friend. I want to marry my partner. But your partner becomes your best no, friend. No, they don't. The partner includes all that shit if you want it to. Are you saying, Christian, that if you were to marry your current girlfriend, then she would become your best friend? No, no, no. Not not become. The ceremony of marriage is not the <laughs> officiating <laughs> of best friends. Do you take this person to be your best friend? <laughs> no. It's a very low threshold, no, the isn't idea it? is, by the time you're ready to marry, you have learned so much of it and, and fostered this great relationship my of issue. lovers and friends. My, my issue is that there are some things I will talk about with some friends that I wouldn't talk about with my partner Thank and you. vice versa. So to me, they're distinct things. That doesn't mean that one is a better friend than the other. They're just different types no, of people that you interact no, with. No, but the words best friend denotes a particular class of person in your life. There's no need to transfer that particular class onto someone that you're sleeping with. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Let's idea be honest, is- that's the main difference. <laughs> well, I mean, like... Guides the three of us if we could. <laughs> <laughs> Words have the ability to change us, to shape us, and define us. These new words are unlike anything we've ever delivered before. We want to bring you new words to enhance your vocabulary. Now, we want to bring you this with the power of Patchword of the Day. Christian, you're going to kick us off with your Patchword of the Day. The innocent bystander walked out of the cinema... And in front of him, he saw a man lying in a pool of his own blood. Observing the stab wounds, he ran next to him and, and shouted, Are you okay? Call an ambulance. I'm sorry? Call an ambulance. I'm sorry? Call an ambulance. Hey, next time, try to... Articulate. <laughs> the patchword of the day is... Articulate. Dion, what's your patchword of the day? Um, <clears throat> the old man was struggling with his tools in a desperate attempt to create a picture frame for his wife's 70th birthday. He was in a hurry because she'd arrive home soon. It'd be so much easier if the screws he were using were... Magnetic. <laughs> patchword of the day is... Magnetic. <laughs> and my patchword of the day... Uh, starts like this. Now, I was in the car with my pregnant wife. We were rushing on our way to hospital. The waters had broken. It was chaos. You know, I'm speeding on it. We get to the highway and it's all backed up and it's blocked. And the cops are like, wave. I'm like, oh my God, I need to get there. This is crazy. And I wave over to the cop and he comes over and I go, what? 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 We, I need to get my wife. She's pregnant. She's ready. He goes, I'm sorry. There's a big obstruction. <laughs> <laughs> the patchwork of the day is obstruction. <laughs> Dion, do you remember the last time you dropped your phone? Um, yeah, I do, actually. Um, I don't usually drop my phone, but I've done it a few times. But the last time I did it was I put my phone on top of my car and I drove off. Really? It oh, no. Yeah, it's a real pain in the ass. Did it crack? It cracked immediately. And it's isn't that the most awful thing in the world? Picking up your phone, it's face down and going, oh, 
Yep, cracked it. But isn't it also the best is, thing in the world when it's not cracked? <laughs> is it is it your Im- impulse immediately to go, yeah, I'm going to get this done at a cheap uh, phone replacement place, $100, it'll be done? Yes. Or it, do you go, I'm going straight to Apple or uh, the most anno- Google, whatever. The most annoying thing about this particular example of dropping my phone was that I had bought a case two weeks earlier, which I thought was the perfect medium <laughs> between protection for my phone and it was also a and magnetic, style. magnetic, but also a magnetic <laughs> wallet as well. Um, and, I thought, <laughs> and I thought it was such a great it's such a great combination of wallet plus phone, but it had no protection qualities. So Dion, how long ago was this roughly? A few years or something? Uh, this was no, this was a couple of months ago. A couple of months ago? Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Wow. Yep. So is that a common occurrence dropping your phone? Or nah, it was like really rare for you? Like happened, I can't believe I did that. It's happened a few times, but now I've got a really good case on my phone, a mm. really good tempered glass screen protector. I believe Christian's talked about tempered glass and how erotic that process was <laughs> when someone at a store actually put it on for him. Um Christian, when was the last time you dropped your phone? I can't remember really, but I do recall breaking my screen a few times in a very short period of time, and and that frustrated me so much. And then you, Dion, looked at me and said, "Why don't you just get a case and a screen protector?" Yep. And I couldn't find a good reason to not do it. Yeah. I wonder if there's someone in this room that could <laughs> find a reason to not put a screen protector. Yeah. In a, I wonder. A, I yeah. wonder, Dion. I wonder. Should we? Oh, should we go to Josh next, Christian? Sure, Josh. Josh, yeah. when was the last time you dropped your phone? Uh, it would have been a few years. My last phone a few years ago, I put it on top of a mantelpiece, like just above the fireplace. <laughs> and it drove off. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like crappy. It was a crappy one and it was like on an angle and it just slid off onto the bricks below. That's and weird. I came back to that. I was like, that's hell. I'm never putting my phone on a slanted surface ever again. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man of principle, isn't he? <laughs> but Josh, you have a very interesting thing that we were alluding to before. You don't put cases on your phone. No. And you don't put screen protectors on your phone. No. Why is that, idiot? Josh? Because <laughs> I take care of my things. So those no, you don't. Th- it's not about you. This is what you're missing. Is sometimes... Accidents happen, Josh, and I hate how much of a cocky asshole you I are mitigate, with your phone. I mitigate it, those no, accidents. No, when you, when I said to you, "Why don't you have a case for your phone?" you're like, "That's not the way that it was made." Yep. Yeah. I I like when my phone is the way that it's designed it is to so be held. Nice and slim, feels good in the hand, slides in the pocket, beautiful. Yes, and when the accident happens, it's more likely to break. Why not mitigate against that? Buy a case, put a screen. Protector I'll tell you on. why. Because I'm not going to leave it on my car before I take off. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something that my brother does? My brother. Has has a case, he has a screen protector on the back, a screen protector on the front, and something else he does is he uses, he doesn't use the iPhone doesn't button. Doesn't use the phone. He doesn't <laughs> use the phone. He doesn't use the iPhone button. He uses the on-screen assistive touch thing. Is it broken? No, it's not. It's, it works. It, it works. He just wants to be able to resell it and he doesn't want to wear out the That's button. That's nuts. Oh, I think on. that is one of the most mental things I've ever heard. Don't so, buy the phone. And yeah. like, if your parents yes. did, if your parents did something like that, you'd be like, oh, bloody boom. Or I'd be like, oh, bloody boomers. What the <laughs> hell are they doing? But this is my, this is my blood. <laughs> this is my blood brother who does this. And it's very, very confusing. I don't know why he does it. Why, but why buy anything then? You're supposed to buy yeah. it to enjoy it. Put your enjoyment at the front it's so the top of the list. that happened with my car bats in my car <laughs> i was like so there's two versions of car there's like the ones that came with the car the kind of fabric and um, stock yeah stock ones and then um for, for christmas or whatever my parents bought me some rubber ones like a bit more durable and take some stuff yeah. and on it very clearly <laughs> says <Ansel> made car <laughs> mat. very clearly it says take off the other mats and just put these on oh. I was like, great cool i'll do that but like, why are you taking the mats off 
it says to take off the carpet mats and just have the rubber ones because yeah. they don't fit properly with yes. it. No, you've got to you've got to protect the protective mats. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> what? That's yeah. really weird. So it's about protecting the protective mats. Bizarre. It's that's- just like you've got to protect. It's like if you put a screen protector on a screen protector. That's what they want me to do. That's the whole idea behind ethnic families having plastic on yeah. their couches. Oh. Just the pants isn't enough. <laughs> they want a second level of protection from your bottom. <laughs> It is weird though, like with expensive stuff like that, the idea is it has to be in pristine condition. The number of phones that I see that are completely cracked and stuffed and it's like this $900 thing in your pocket is too expensive to be sitting around in your pocket and you don't care enough about it because you pay it off $80 a month. Would you ever be that kind of person that cracks their screen and then continues to use the phone whilst the screen is heavily cracked? No, I don't think so. Do you judge people for that, Christian, if they do Yes, I do, of course. Well, what's your judgment? They don't have enough money, low socioeconomic status? What is it, Christian? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a case of stop being so lazy get it done like i have so many irks with my girlfriend because like she's i've said it before she's like sixteen thousand emails and her phone's really slow because it's old i say hey there's very simple solutions but it's not a priority for her yeah you know what probably doesn't need to be it's really interesting christian i think you can take a leaf out of andy from last episode he talked very positively about his girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) sorry andy who But what you're saying there, Christian, is, yeah, it's just a priority. And for those people using their cracked phone, it doesn't annoy them enough to change it. They're like, this is okay. And you want to be there the day Mm -hmm. that they change it and they get the new one and they go, oh, my God, this is amazing. But you have to control. You can't say, I see. See how much easier it is now? Yeah. The one thing, Josh, I don't get, case I get, case I understand, just put a fucking screen protector on it. Anything. It's so thin, it won't interfere with the operation of the phone. It doesn't make it thicker. It it prevents it from getting no, little those no, little bite sized scratches. No, bite sized scratches. Bite sized scratches. No, Josh. Those little LCMs on your screen. <laughs> yes, yes. Josh has a very unique approach to cases. It's case sarah sarah. Yes. <laughs> Time again to check in on Mr. Minute, our improvised 50s noir that goes a minute at a time uh, with a fresh cassette tape for this week. Um, And if you remember last time, uh, Mr. Minute was investigating and the clue that he got at the crime scene was a white knight, took it to the lab, took it to Mr. Lee and he told him... Dr. Lee. Dr. Lee, sorry, my mistake. um, And told him that it was made out of Italian herbs and spices. So that's the lead that Mr. Minute's on now. Christian? Mr. Minute, solving a crime one minute at a time. I had to work out where these Italian herbs and spices were coming from, so I went to the only place I knew that served them in town, Mr. Chino's Pizzeria. Hey, welcome to Mr. Chino's Pizzeria. How can I help you today? Hey, Mr. Minute! Yeah, that's right, Mr. Cheeto. I got some questions for you. Oh, Mr. Minute. And I want some answers. Hey, I'm innocent. I don't do that stuff no more. Sorry, just quickly, just before you ask your questions, I just wanted to get the the Sunday night meal deal, if that's all right. It's got one Sunday night meal deal coming up. It's got the pizza and the garlic bread, I think. I'm trying to do a police investigation here. Back of the line. Sorry, I'm very hungry. Now, (laughs) Mr. Cheeto, I got questions and you've got to give me answers. All right, Mr. Minute. I'll give you the answers, but just remember... My first name's Cap. Cap Achino. <laughs> I'll remember that, Mr. Chino. Now come outside. All right, Mr. Chino. I want some answers, I'll tell you. I'll tell you I want some answers. Does it come with the streets Vianetta or just the pizza?
once again, it's time to give you guys some... Christian? Tales from Tasmania! Now, when we're down in Tassie, uh, my girlfriend and I, we chose, be based on our schedules, to go pretty much in the middle of winter. It was off-season. Let's call it that. It was sure. off-season. It was cheap. It was great. But one thing we realised... Very early on, we started to convince ourselves that that was the best decision we could have made. Yeah. And it was like freezing cold everywhere we went, raining a lot of the time. And we're like, geez, we made, the- we made a great decision, didn't we? Like, yeah, yeah, there's just no one around. I mean, <laughs> there's just no one on the paths, is it? We're dripping with water. I mean, on the- there's so much vacancy everywhere we go. It's- I mean, it's just great, isn't it? We're like shivering in our body thing. That is the kind of thing I would try and convince myself as well. But in that situation, yes, there's less people. Yes, you're paying less money. But in terms of the experience, you are getting a lesser experience. Yeah. It- are you? You are. I reckon you are. You're experiencing the same things. You're just a little colder. But it's outdoors. Like you're going to Tasmania and you're wanting to experience the outdoors, and it's just like you're not getting that not well, getting that great hang experience. On, hang on, Josh. Was that your core reason for going to Tasmania to experience the, the great rain. outdoors? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you you know you're going to see Cradle Mountain and it's obscured by fog, isn't it just great? Yeah. Just like you were a few patches ago, yeah, Christian, at Mount Snowden, yeah. the mountain. tallest mountain in all of Wales. <laughs> Um, Cradle Mountain is most of the time obscured as well, so yeah. th- so you even could have gone at a good time of year. And you see, I'm doing what you were doing. Well, the, the, one of the interesting things obstruction. Got- <laughs> <laughs> so even when we were there, there was still people around, but it was. Yeah. I just remember it was just really cold a lot of the time. Yeah. So I was wondering, you guys, have mm. you ever done something or bought something maybe and then tried to convince yourself, this is the best decision. I made a bloody yeah. good decision well, here. Christian, coming from someone who researches the shit out of products yeah, before I'm, you buy them. That's that's correct. I'd say that I'm normally very content with my purchases. And once the purchase has been made, I very rarely will go and research afterwards. Yeah. Once the purchase yeah, has on. been made, that's it. But except for one. Cryptocurrency (laughs) And I don't want to get into it But yes I invested And yes I've lost a lot (laughs) I love he said I don't want to get into it But you've just revealed Absolutely everything About your experience But the technology is sound (laughs) And it works It's the future The, um, The thing that I do it a lot You know when you go to a restaurant And you have a good look through and then you see what you want oh. and then they go, oh, sorry, we're sold out of that. And then instantly you've got to convince yourself yeah. when you get the new thing. Well, it's probably better than that anyway. That's, I mean, they probably run out of fresh ingredients. That's why it's no good. That's that, why they don't have it. That's yep, such yep. a good example. I hate being out-ordered at restaurants as well. Out-ordered? I, I can never order the same thing as someone else. It has to, I have to oh. order something differently. Isn't that strange? That is, I, that is my greatest peeve. You are the second <laughs> best friend of mine <laughs> who does this. One of my other friends is paralyzed Paralyzed by it, and yeah. I once learnt of this when we were at the same place, and he was really he was he we went to this place for the one reason to order this one particular bagel, mm. and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm definitely getting that bagel." And I was like, "Sounds great, I'm gonna get that too," and I watched his face drop, and he was like, "Oh, oh all right, I'll um maybe I'll get something else then." <laughs> yeah, like, it's weird, why, isn't it? We're not sharing the meal. It's okay for it's you to have the same mouth. thing I'm having. Do you know what it is? I feel like it's a survival instinct. I feel like if one of us is to order the fish, one of us orders the chicken and the chicken is contaminated, <laughs> then then one of us dies. But it's also no, but it's also <laughs> It's also not one That's what they do on planes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, isn't that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. But what why do you do it, Dion? Why? Why can't you have the same meal? 
that the person you're with is having going in your mouth and their girlfriend. It's your it's your experience. <laughs> but I, I think I want to hedge my bets, and I think that there's a part of me that thinks, how are you hedging your bet? You're well, not getting the other no, meal. No, no, no. I might because there's a part of me that thinks if my meal is really shit, that other person will go. Yeah, you can have half of mine. Why would they want to give you <laughs> half of the meal and have half of your shit meal? <laughs> because I'm taking best friends out who care about my well-being. There's there's no way that I would take a half a shit meal from you and give you half of mine. What do you? Th- what about that concept of being out ordered? Like I always do that. Nah. I'm going. I make my own decision on my own terms. It doesn't matter what anyone else on the table orders, unless you go, "Hey guys, should we share?" Christian, oh, do you understand the concept? Yeah. What do you mean? Do I, do I have to have the concept explained to me further? <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you want me to, Christian? <laughs> A little. <laughs> no, no, no. I get, I get food envy. Uh, very like that's what you're trying to say. Food envy. Yeah. And I get it big time. I'm yeah. always, I always regret my order, and I'll eat it reluctantly. But I will. I, I like to taste the other meals. I'm happy to have a little nibble. Josh, if you go to a restaurant and they do shared plates, do you have a problem with that with the share economy? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you do. I feel like you just you're just a bastard who's just like, no, I've ordered my meal, and this is what I'm going to have. Everyone else no, can share. If it's a shared place, you you go in knowing you're going to share stuff. You don't love it though, do you? Just, it's, just I'm completely fine with it. But generally, there's like one thing that I like the most. It's like I will take majority of that. Yeah. Thank you very so, much. There so that's go. my question: Is to both of you who have brothers, yep. I never had that experience. When you go to a place where you're on, we've got you've got share plates. Are you? Do you recognize? And you go, I've got to fight for this. I've got to get <laughs> what I want and as much of it. No, immediately. You're talking about a bloody family of ten. Yeah. Like it's not the case. I'm presuming if you're raising that Christian, you have that selfish approach to those situations. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'm very oh, passive. You? I'll let everyone else grab what they oh. want to grab, and I'll have the scraps. <laughs> I, I, I'm very much of the mind of. Don't feel like there's too much politeness about taking the food. Just get the thing you want to get and be like, oh, like I'll ask, does anyone want the last of that? But I'm like, just take what you want from it. There's too much like umming and ahhing of like, oh, yeah. I don't want, maybe someone else wants that. Oh, I'll get the, oh, the worst one. I hate, yeah. I used to yeah. do that. Like with a packet of um, assorted Arnott's biscuits. Yep. I was like, just eat a different one. So you maintain some good biscuits at the end. Oh, wow. People just go straight for the good ones. You know, for the crap at the end. And that's what I eat. What are you going for straight away? Uh, scotch finger. Scotch finger. Yeah, great. If you're go- if you're getting grabbing for anything else in a in an assortment, a niece, idiots. <laughs> Christian, bone to pick with Josh. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. Josh, the other night we were having a Indian meal at home. We were preparing for the show, and I asked you whether I could have uh, one of the samosas. And what was your response to me when you replied? <laughs> of course you can. No, what what was it like? So let's do it. Josh, can I have one of these samosas? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) you don't have the benefit. We're sharing food. Yeah, I guess that it was such a. And I I didn't understand until you said before, just get rid of the niceties. Yeah. I didn't understand that. But it was so aggressive. Like, it was such a nice gesture. It was lovely. It was so polite. Oh, and you understand who was. Who was being polite? Me or him? We're, 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 Josh, we're trying to train Dion to be more polite and considerate. <laughs> and that is not the kind of conditioning we need. No, I'm you saying... You can't smack him on the hand. You are so far in the right. Absolutely well, yeah, don't do it. You're, you're so right, I'm angry at <laughs> yeah. you. As if we're trying to train me to be more polite. Yeah. Surely, surely Josh is the first trainee off the rank there. Listen, one step at a time. I'm going to start with you. Josh is next. He's the big case. <laughs> Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good?
Do you know what's really good? When you receive a phone call whilst driving your car. <laughs> really, good. Really, good. really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Having a really unproductive day of work on a Friday. <laughs> really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? When you're tying your laces and you pull the loop through and the length is perfectly symmetrical. Oh, really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. Uh, we love hearing you're really good, so please post on our Really Good Fridays. We post on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Do you know what Struan McKenzie thinks is really good? When a normal plastic bag fits perfectly inside a rubbish bin. Yeah. <laughs> really, good. Really, good. really good. Really good. You know what Yonina Lavab Campbell thinks is really good? When you check Netflix and there are new episodes available to a favourite show you had forgotten about. Really, oh, really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. And you know what Mark Conti thinks is really good? When your substitute teacher puts on a movie instead of making you do work. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really, good. really, really good. You know what's Thank you very much for joining us for another patch this week. Um, we have a Patreon page. This is the way that you can support us in our efforts to make this the biggest and most <laughs> famous, no, in the funniest and best podcast in Australis. Um, Patreons get exclusive access to other things that we talk about on there. We, we record extra material for Patreons. We also record videos and behind the scenes stuff that you can see. Um, you can go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork. We have different tiers that you can sign up to and um, we have very, very generous Patreon that we really appreciate who contribute uh, every month to the show. Also, we have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. You should know this by now. <laughs> if you haven't gone to any of those pages, please go and like and follow us there. We're, we'll be posting things that we covered in this patch and others as well. And as we do at the end of a patch, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh, what patch did you sew this week? Dion, my patch was you bringing your girlfriend along to a brunch date, but leaving her on the top of your car when you drive off. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, what did you sew into your patch this week? Josh, I sewed into my patch me in the supermarket buying my new favourite brand of hummus spelt H-U-U-U-U-U-M-283 percentage sign for US. Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? Christian, this week I sewed me and my best friend's Jewish wedding, observing the bride having trouble cracking the glass under her foot because the glassware has a tempered glass screen protector on it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Obstruction. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>